to a Hope 103.2 podcast. I want to suggest that the sayings and deeds of Jesus recorded in the Gospels offer a rich source of answers for many of the more common questions put to us by people who don't share our faith. Briefly recounting something relevant Jesus said or did can provide our questioners not only with a satisfying answer, but also with an important glimpse into the substance of our faith, Jesus himself. The fact that Jesus is still very highly regarded in wider society means that these sort of gospel bites, as you might call them, are particularly helpful in our current context. Sadly, the stories of Jesus are sometimes viewed as Sunday school material only. As a result, we can often miss their great usefulness for talking with others about the faith. But the reality is, many questions and comments raised by those who don't believe quite naturally relate to the events of Jesus' life. The following examples will hopefully illustrate what I mean. These gospel bites don't explain the whole gospel, but they do point toward the gospel in a way that might, Lord willing, encourage further conversation and an opportunity to share the whole gospel. Imagine a friend declares, either with sincerity or a touch of pride, I've done too many wrong things ever to be a Christian. How might you respond to that? The themes of sin, grace and forgiveness are beautifully embodied in many episodes of Jesus' life. In Luke chapter 7, 36 to 50, though, we find this extraordinary story of Jesus meeting a sinful woman. And you might use this story to answer your questioner's question. Well, then, you're probably exactly the sort of person Jesus was interested in. He was at the home of a religious leader, a Pharisee, one day, when a prostitute came in looking for him. She was so overwhelmed, she burst out crying. Everyone there wanted to condemn the woman and thought Jesus should do the same. You know, instead, Jesus condemned his self-righteous host and turned to the woman and said, Your sins are forgiven. He forgave her and she was a changed woman because of it. Christ didn't come for the good people. He came to restore and forgive those willing to admit they are anything but good. Have you ever looked into the life of Jesus? Now, this sort of reply would take about a minute to offer. It addressed the questioner's comment and painted a picture of Christ that is biblical and hopefully memorable. The reply didn't contain the whole gospel, from Jesus' birth to his exaltation. It didn't even share all of the details of Luke chapter 7, verses 36 to 50. Remember, this is not meant to be a sermon. It's just a retelling of something Jesus said or did. In a way, it's similar to what you might do when you roughly recount a scene from one of your favourite movies. Importantly, and I believe this is one of the keys to a successful conversation, the response tailored off with another question. Do you remember I said, have you ever looked into the life of Jesus? This provides people with an opportunity to continue the discussion if they want to. It also keeps the conversation focused on the substance of our faith, Jesus himself. Other episodes from Jesus' life that lend themselves to speaking about the issue of sin and forgiveness include Matthew 9, 1-8, Mark 7, 24-30, Luke 19, 1-10, and Luke 23, 35-43. 
Why not look these passages up and ponder how you might recount them in a similar conversation? I want to give you a, another example. To demonstrate the flexibility of the gospel bite, I want to use the same narrative, Luke 7, 36-50, to illustrate a possible response to a different criticism. The criticism that says, I haven't got much time for religion. It often seems so judgmental and self-righteous. Well, you could respond to that in the following way. You've probably got more in common with Christ than you think then. He always criticized that sort of religious attitude. On one occasion, he was eating a meal at the home of a religious leader when a prostitute walked in and wept at his feet. She was obviously looking to him for forgiveness. The religious leader there that day was outraged. But Jesus actually defended the woman. He even offered her forgiveness and insisted that the religious leader was further away from God than this humble woman. Religion might be self-righteous, but Christ came to overturn all that stuff. True Christian faith is forgiving, not judgmental. Have you ever read much about the life of Jesus? Now again, there was no effort in this above example to tell the whole gospel. That would depend on how much more the questioner wanted to know. Lord willing, this minute-long response might open up a larger conversation about an essential aspect of Jesus' mission, his desire to welcome sinners into God's kingdom. Other episodes from Jesus' life that lend themselves to speaking about the issue of judgment and self-righteousness include these ones, Matthew 7, 1-6, Mark 2, 13-17, and Luke 15, 1-32. Also, Luke 18, verses 9 to 14. Let me give you another example of the gospel bite. I wish I had a dollar for every time someone said to me, Look, John, I'm just not the religious type. The gospels are full of examples of the unreligious seeing in Jesus the answer to their deepest needs. One such episode is recounted in Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 to 13. Jesus' gracious dealings with a Roman centurion, a religious pagan and political enemy, provide clear evidence that being the religious type is irrelevant to Christianity. Here's a possible response using the story in Matthew 8. But being the religious type is irrelevant to true Christian faith. Jesus was always attracting and befriending people who were not the religious type. On one occasion, a Roman centurion came to Jesus for help. Now, centurions were about as far away from the religious type as you could possibly get in Jesus' day. They were called the godless and were political enemies and occupiers. But this man came to Jesus, recognizing something unique about this teacher. And Jesus welcomed him and promised him a place in God's coming kingdom without being religious. Have you ever explored much of what Jesus said? Again, this is just a simple gospel bite, but hopefully will open up a further conversation. Other gospel bites on this very topic include Matthew 15, 21-28, and Luke 5, 27-32. I'm sure you'll be able to find others as well. Hope 103.2 Thanks for listening.